Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. Because the true purpose of the church is small business, not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and know Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart Magnify him now. Give him some glory. Come on, just open your voice, open your mouth and magnify him. Oh yeah, he's worthy. He's the great I am. Come on, somebody, come on. Oh yes, he is. He's the holy one. Lord bless you. Peace. 
does one. Oh, yes, he is. He is the Prince of Peace.
O magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. For the Lord is good, he is great, and he is worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same sun, his name we shall praise. Good evening and welcome to the Light of Portland. I am your host, Pastor Kimberly Black, and it is an honor and a privilege and a pleasure to be able to worship with you this evening. We give all glory and honor to God because truly, he is worthy of all of our praise. He is King of kings. He is Lord of lords. He is our healer, our deliverer, our savior, our way maker, our my regulator. He is our peace. He is our joy. He is our strength tonight, and he is so worthy of all praise. I just get excited every time I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. My soul cries out, hallelujah. We want to honor the men and women of God that make this platform possible. We thank God for the work the life, the ministry, and the legacy of Bishop Stephen and Bishop Ann Holt. Amen. I said legacy because they're on here um, on the other days, on Friday and Saturday, doing ministry, preaching and teaching the word of God, worshiping the people of God, and they're expecting those of us that come on on other days to do the exact same thing that they are doing. And so we're grateful for them on tonight. And to our co-host, Pastor Sherelle Pennington, God bless you, my sister. Love you so much. We honor God for the work that he's assigned to your hands and the assignment and the call that he has on your life. And to our speaker tonight, my sister, my homegirl, Pastor Pamela Laws, it's an honor and a privilege, my sister, to call you sister. I'm truly grateful to God um, for the gift that you are to the body of Christ, helping us to learn how to press in during these perilous times for such a time as this. And to all the other men and women of God that preach on the light of Portland, I salute you tonight. I, I appreciate you tonight and so thankful to all of you. Um, and we've been saying all week that it takes a village and we've been talking about it takes a village to raise children, but it takes a village to do ministry. It takes a village to advance the kingdom of God. It takes a village. And I'm grateful tonight for the village that supports the light of Portland. I hope that you tell somebody <clears throat> to join us. I hope you share this number with your family and your friends and those who are shut in. Amen. Because this is the place of evening worship. There's prayer, there's praise, there's worship, and there's preaching. And you know what? That's the heartbeat. Uh, that should be our heartbeat. Amen. Prayer, praise, and worship. I just was sharing with the St. Stephen's Church family, the heartbeat of our ministry is prayer, praise, and worship. And that should be the heartbeat of every believer. Amen. On tonight, uh, we're going to make a few announcements, and then we're going to have prayer um, by our very own sister, Tanya Jones of the Greater St. Stephen's Mission Baptist Church. Following prayer will be a selection. Following that selection, um, we will hear from the woman of God, Pastor Pamela Laws from Total Truth Restoration Ministries from Mapleton, Georgia. So tonight I would like to share with you that the Tabernacle of the Congregation Church will host a citywide old-fashioned 
shut-in prayer meeting. Now, come on, saints. How, when was the last time we've been in the house of the Lord at a shut-in? It's time. Um, this is going to be on Friday, December the 8th, 2023, from 8 p.m. to midnight. Amen? It is Tabernacle of the Congregation Church, citywide, old-fashioned shut-in prayer meeting, Friday, December the 8th, 2023, from 8 to 12 midnight. Tabernacle of the Congregation is located at 9633 North Ivanhoe Street. That's in North Portland. Um, Dr. Pastor Carlos and Evangelist Charlene Richards, they are looking for us to come and fill up that place that we can send up some timber because now is the time. We have so much to pray about. We have so much to pray for. There's wars. There's rumors of wars. There's famine in the land. There's, there's sons against fathers, daughters against mothers. There's division. There's people seeking jobs and employment, people struggling with their mental health, people dealing with low self-esteem. Come on, y'all. People can't afford to pay their rent. I'm telling you, it is prayer time. And so I hope to see you all there. I definitely plan to go. I, I, I was telling the church yesterday, there's so many books written out about what happens when women pray. But I want to tell you something. When a man gets down and he prays, like Pastor Dr. Pastor Carlos Richards, y'all, I'm telling you, that man can pray. So I'm going to be in the house because I love to hear I love to hear men pray, but I love to be around the people of God who are praying. Amen. So that is December the 8th from 8 to midnight, and that is 9633 North Ivanhoe Street, Portland, Oregon. For more information, you can call 503-238-5722. And on Saturday, December the 16th, the St. Paul Mission and Baptist Church Community Engagement will be hosting their annual Christmas toy giveaway. That will be on Saturday, December the 16th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They're asking no children, one adult shopper per household. St. Paul is located at 8101 North 5th Avenue, Portland, Oregon. 97203. And Pastor Craig L. Brown is the senior pastor. For more information, you can call 503-289-0147. And then celebrating the 21st pastoral anniversary celebration for Apostle Clifford O. and Lady Diane Chappelle will be Sunday, December the 17th at 3.30 p.m., and they will be at the Tabor Space, which is located at 5441 Southeast Belmont Street, and their guest speaker is our very own Bishop C.P. Wells of the Emmanuel Church. So let's keep Apostle and Lady Chappelle lifted up in prayer as they're celebrating their 21st pastoral 
um, anniversary. And this is coming from the St. John of All Nations, Church of God and Christ. My brothers and sisters, these are our announcements. And as always, if you have an announcement that you would like for us to share, all you have to do is email me at gssmbc at yahoo.com. Give us plenty of time. We will announce it. And guess what? We will try to do our best to show up. And when you get there, please tell them that you heard it from the light of Portland. Amen. Thank you so much for sending us your announcements. And let's govern ourselves accordingly. Let us pray for these um, celebrations and this community event that God's will be done and the people be glorified and Satan be horrified. I now yield this call to Sister Tanya Jones to lead us in prayer. Gracious Father, we thank you for this day that you've allowed us to see. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for being our provider, Lord God, in this day, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for being our strength, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for being just just for being there for us, Lord God, in this day, Lord God. Father God, we lift you up. We glorify you. I lift you up, Father God, and I glorify you, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that your mercy and your grace is new every morning, Father God. I thank you and I praise you, Father God, for being so holy, so righteous, Lord God, so mighty, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for being our strength, Lord God, for being our way maker, the lifter of our downcasted head, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for the way, for being so faithful, Lord God. Thank you for loving us the way that you do, Father God. You love us like no father could ever love us, Father God. And we give you glory and honor for that, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for being so awesome and so amazing, so majestic, so beautiful, so awesome, Lord God. For you are worthy, Father God. You are deserving, Lord God, of our praise, Lord God, of my praise, Father God. I thank you and I lift you up on tonight, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for the men and women that are on this line tonight, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that you are doing a a magnificent thing in their lives, Lord God, that you're touching each and every one of them at their need, Father God. One may need one thing and the other may need something else, Father God. Father God, I just thank you and I praise you, Father God, for the healing that's taking place in people's bodies tonight, Lord God. Father God, for regulating people's minds, Lord God. Father God, for holding the hearts of those that are grieving tonight, Lord God, that have lost loved ones, Father God. Father God, I just ask, Lord God, that you would continuously watch over those, Lord God, that have lost loved ones, Lord God, especially in this season, Lord God, as we're going through the holidays, it's rough, Lord God. Father God, and uh, the longing, the missing of the, those individuals, Lord God, sometimes it's, it's strong and sometimes it's not, Lord God, but there's still this this void, Lord God. And so we're asking you on tonight to fill that void tonight, Lord God, to fill it, Lord God, when we are sitting at the table for Thanksgiving, Father God. When we want to hear our loved one's voice, Lord God, just touch us, Lord God, and keep us, Father God. Gracious Father, um, I just glorify you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I lift up the the, the announcements for each and every church that Pastor um, announced about their the the um 
shut in, the prayer shut in, Lord God. I ask that you would be in the midst of that, Father God, that your Holy Spirit will rule and reign in that place, Lord God. Father God, that when when praises and prayers go up, Lord God, blessings come down, Father God, that each and every prayer that is said before you, Father God, on that night, Father God, that you would hear, Lord God, and that you will answer in your time, Father God. We just thank you for that, Lord God, and we just thank you for the 21st anniversary, Lord God. We ask that you bless it, Lord God, that you be in the midst of that as well, Father God. Father God, we just give you glory and honor and praise. Father God, I lift up Pastor Pamela Laws to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. I ask, Lord God, that the word that she decreases and you increases, Father God, and that the word that you have given her on tonight to give to us, Lord God, give us ears to hear it, Lord God, a heart to receive it and a mind to conceive it, Father God. Help us not just be doers of your word, Father God. I'm sorry, but help us not to be hearers of your word, but doers of your word, Father God. Help us to apply, Lord God, what comes forth out of her mouth tonight to our lives, Lord God. Father God, help us to walk in your spirit, Lord God. Help us to not lose faith, Father God, in these lasting evil days, Father God. There's so many things happening, gracious Father. There's just so many, so many things, Father God. Pastor had named them, Lord God. Like, people can't pay their rent, Father God. So we're asking right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would just pour them out a blessing, a financial blessing, Lord God, so that they're able to pay their rent, Lord God, that they're able to keep their lights on, Father God, that they're able to have heat, Father God. Father God, we're asking also that there be enough food on the table, Lord God, so you know it's going to be between the haves and the have-nots. So, Father God, as long as we got King Jesus, Lord God, we have, Lord God, and we just thank you for being our true provider, Lord God. We thank you for your provision, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can give out of the overflow of what from what you give to us, Lord God, to meet the needs of your people, Father God. Father God, we just glorify you and we magnify you on tonight. I glorify you and I magnify you tonight, Lord God. I love you, Lord, and I adore you, Father God. We love you and we adore you, Lord God. There's none like you, Father God. No one can do us the way that you do, Father God. And so, Father God, we just give you that glory, Lord God, tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for us. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us your very, very best so that we would not perish but have everlasting life, so that we can have a relationship with our Father that is in heaven. I thank you for that, Father God, and I give you glory for that, Father God. You are an amazing God, oh, Father God. I lift up those, Lord God. We lift, I lift up the houseless to you on tonight, Lord God, and I ask, Lord God, that there be room in the shelters tonight, Lord God. And for those, Lord God, that that have trauma from the shelters, Lord God, or just don't want to be indoors, Lord God. Give them a warm place to be, Lord God, tonight. Give them shelter tonight, Lord God. It's raining here in Oregon. I'm not sure what it's doing in Atlanta, but I know it's raining here, Father God, and it's cold, Lord God. You God, keep them dry, Father God. Father God, let them have had food to eat tonight, Lord God. But most of all, Lord God, let them have have met someone along the their day today, Lord God, that they gave them that smile, that, that that let them know that that they're loved and that they're cared for, Lord God. Let them be able to hear your word on tonight, Lord God, if they are in a shelter, Lord God. Let your word be available, Lord God, so that they can get fed spiritually, Father God, and know that you care for them, Lord God. 
Father God, I just ask also for the addict that's out there still suffering, Father God. Let not one of them perish tonight, Lord God. Some of them, Lord God, are using because they just don't have a choice. They've lost the choice, Lord God. And uh, their bodies, Lord God, they just, it needs it, Lord God. So right now we ask that you take the taste out of their mouths, Lord God, that you send them some help, Lord God. Help our government officials, Lord God, get it together, Father God. Help them to make decisions, Lord God, um, based off of what you have told them to do. Help them to seek your face, Lord God, your will, Lord God, to know how to spend the money, to know how to build the programs, Lord God, to put things in place for your people, Father God. We thank you for hearing my prayer tonight, Father God, for I know my prayer does not fall on deaf ears, Lord God, and we know that your right arm is not too short to save. Father God, I just thank you for the traveling mercies for Pastor and her family, Father God, getting them to their destination, Lord God. I ask that you continuously bless her, Lord God, and her family. Let them have a Holy Ghost good time, Lord God, with each other, Lord God, and I ask that you bless each and every church member, Father God, Whatever it is that they need, Father God, not just for greater St. Stephen's, but also for total truth restoration, Father God, that you would bless them also abundantly, Father God. Father God, we just give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want to see you high and lifted up. That is our prayer. That is our desire tonight, amen, to continue to see the Lord high and lifted up. It's not about us. Hallelujah. It is all about him, and I'm so grateful. Family, thank you so much uh, for the opportunity to share the word of God tonight. Uh, Once again, my name is Pastor Pamela Law of Total Truth Restoration Ministry, located right here in Mableton, Georgia, and we are humbled at this time to come and to share, amen, with such amazing men and women of God that um, that uh, Pastor Black and, and Pastor Pennington, amen, have vetted over the years, amen, that come and share and give of themselves. It is so awesome, amen, to be able to co-labor uh, with such uh, phenomenal women of God that don't mind sharing the word, don't mind, amen, giving of themselves, amen, don't mind going the extra mile in order to see someone saved, set free, and delivered. And so I'm so excited to be a part of that. Um, I honor them today. I honor, amen, my bishop, Bishop Tyrone Washington Sr. and First Lady Pastor Jacqueline Washington, um, amazing leaders after God's own heart, amen, to Bishop Ruth Smith, Amen. I honor you, woman of God, to the Butterfield for providing us this amazing platform, amen, to share the very word of God. We call you blessed tonight. To my co-laborers in the gospel, keep on fighting the good fight of faith. To my children and grandchildren, I love you dearly. And to our blog talk family, without you, we would not be here. And so I'm thankful tonight. Uh, for the opportunity to share the very word of God, because it is the word that gives us light and understanding. It is the word that keeps us and covers us. Amen. It is the word that guides us. Uh, and, I, and I'm so glad it is also the word, amen, that when we position ourselves, ooh-wee, amen, God uses us mightily. And so, so tonight, uh, lest I hold you too long, I, I want to go in and share. Um, <laughs> I started, the Lord had me started, I was starting in one area um, of study, uh, Pastor Black, and I'm, and I'm sure that you <laughs> you can relate. I started in, in one area of study, and in the midst of that study, amen, the Lord shifted and, and did a little something, did a little something different. But it's all right. It's his program. Amen. It's his program, so he, he, he can do those things. He he can do that. Have to have your way, Lord, and move by your spirit. And so I'm just going to share with you what the Lord has, has given me um, on a familiar text of a, a familiar brother in the Bible. Um, amen. There's so many times we read the first part of this story, but um, I, I haven't heard too many times it's preached amen, the the ending of his story. And so I want to talk a little bit tonight on Job, amen, and and his uh, discovering God while discovering himself. Discovering God while discovering himself. Um, If you have, have read the 
story of Job at any time. Um, the Bible always uh, begins or the stories or the teachings always begin with kind of laying out who Job was. If you look at Job chapter 1, amen, verse 1, um, it said that Job was a man. I'm sorry, there was a man in the land of us whose name was Job, and that man was blameless, and that man was upright. Um, this man was one who feared God, and he shunned evil. It, it began to lay out Job's children. It began to lay out his uh, his, uh, uh, his his property that he owned, his livestock. Amen. It, it began to lay out all of these things, amen, about Job, um, and then shows up and begins to attack Job's character. Uh, 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 watch this. He begins to attack his character. And, and so I began to look at this, and I began to, uh, began to kind of compare Job to, you know, how we are believers, how we kind of deal with now. God, there, there are many of us, amen, that are walking so close uh, to perfect as we know how with the help of Holy Spirit. And we're and we're doing the things and we're praying, uh, pastoring, we're fasting and we're 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 studying the word and we're sharing the good news of the gospel and we're loving our neighbor, amen, as we uh love ourselves and we're keeping the commandments and we're doing all of these things and then there's an attack uh on on our character. Job then Satan began to attack Job's character and began to to question, like to 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 say to God, in in other words, that Job is kind of soft. The, the only reason why he's able to walk upright, the only reason why he's able to shun evil, the only reason you know he can do all of these things is because you got a hedge on him. You got protection. You you got him. You you got him protected all around. It's it's all gravy. It's all roses in there with Job is. He says in chapter 1, verse um, verse 10, he said, but if you stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, Job will surely curse you to your face. The only reason, Satan is under the impression that the only reason that we're able to be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord is because we have a hedge. He, he, he seems to be under the impression that we can't take a little trouble. He seems to be sadly mistaken, amen, that we don't know how to stand and see the salvation of the Lord. The Bible continues to go on and it begins to lay out um, in verse uh, verse 12 that the Lord said to Satan, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay hand on his person. Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Or if I was in the church right now, I would, act, I would tell the saints, amen, so it begins. So it begins. Remember, Satan is the enemy that is going to and fro, 
seeking whom he may devour. The, the head has been removed, amen, that, that divine protection so that he thought was physical, amen, has been removed off Job, and now he has begun his attack. Oh, but uh, we're going to find, amen, throughout, throughout the, the, the 42 chapters of Job, that Job is, 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 he finds himself in the lowest of lows, amen. He, even his friends accused him of doing something wrong. These same friends, I want to say it's around verse 12, these same friends, amen, begin to come into, uh, uh, to preach to Job and try to tell Job, um, this is what the Lord said while you're going through this, and this is why you're you're experiencing what you're experiencing, and this is this is why God is allowing these things to happen. And Job began to get upset. Job began to get upset. I'm just gonna read just one verse in Job chapter 10, the beginning. It says uh, that Job says, "My soul," chapter 10, verse one, "My soul loathes." My life, I will give. I'm sorry, I will give free course to my complaint. I will speak in bitterness of my soul. Listen to verse two. He said, "I will say to God, Do not condemn me. Show me why you contend with me." Oh, if you jump over to 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 chapter nineteen, it's getting kind of rough for Job. If you jump over to Job chapter nineteen. He says this, uh, then Job answered and said, how long will you torment my soul and break me in pieces with words? Ten times you have reproached me. You are not ashamed that you have wronged me, and indeed I have erred. My error remains with me. Oh, my goodness. What is happening? What happened to the perfect and upright? What happened to the man who shunned evil? What happened to the man that even when his wife told him to curse God and die, he told her she was a foolish woman? Well, Pastor, what happened is Job was showing his vulnerability as a human. He's shown, amen, that times get tough for us. Uh, We may bend what we don't break. Job throughout all of these chapters, amen, between he and his friends begin to question God on why are you, why, it's always why are these things happening to me? Why are you allowing me things? Why do I have to go through the turmoil, the loss, the pain? Why do I have to endure these things? Oh, God. doesn't say that God does not speak to Job or respond to him until we get to chapter 38. So from chapters 1 to chapter 37, Job is either speaking to himself out loud. He's either in restore there to speak, amen, what we think at this point on God's behalf goes up. 
in chapter 38, and he asked Job about 70 questions. Now, here's the thing. He does not respond to any of the foolish talk that Job has given up to this point. But he begins to ask Job 70 questions, and I'm not going to read <laughs> I'm not going to read all of the questions, but I want to read just a few at the beginning of chapter 38. Then the Lord said to Job, then the Lord spoke to Job out of, so let me stop right there really quick out of the whirlwind. God spoke to Job out of his pain. It was a whirlwind that took Job's children. So he spoke to Job in the place of his hurt. He spoke to Job in the place where uh, it would affect him the most, in the place where he was the most vulnerable. Amen. He spoke to Job in the storm. Hallelujah. He spoke to him and he told Job, he said to Job, who is this who darkens counsel? By words without knowledge. Who, who is this? He says, now prepare yourself like a man. I will question you and you will answer me. God is beginning to lay it out to Job. He reminds me of the conversation that he had with Jonah. He tells Job, just going into verse 4, he says, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Huh? Tell me, Job, if you have an understanding who determined the measurements? He's like, well, and before, since, since, since you know it all, uh, who, who laid down the ruler? Who, who had down the, the, uh, the, uh, um, the tape or the ruler? Amen. Surely you know, formation point. He said, all who stretched out the line upon it. Verse 6, to what were foundations fastened? Job, if you know all this, if you you got all these answers, amen, tell me, tell me, uh, when the morning stars sang together and all the suns, I'm sorry, when all the stars, morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy, he says, who, who, who shut in the sea, the doors, when it burst forth and issued from the womb? He says, when I made the clouds its garment and thick darkness and swaddling band, when I fixed my limit for it and set bars and doors, when I said, this far you may come but no farther and hear your proud ways must stop. He said, he said, where were you when I was even telling the seas and the ocean to how far they could move, how far they could go, and how far they could, he stopped. Where were you, in the midst of us discovering God tonight, first we have to understand the definition of discover. To discover means to see, to get the knowledge of, to learn of, to find out, to bring to light, and to recognize. And so if I need to discover or help Job discover God, we need to find out. We need to bring to light. We need to recognize God 
in our situation. Recognize him in the whirlwind. Recognize him in times of loss. Recognize him in the pain. Uh, Job began to lay out his response to God. If we look at what happened, amen, in chapter 42, Job begins to reveal exactly what he's learned. Because all the questions that God asked him, amen, he knew he didn't have a response. These these were, were considered rhetorical questions, for God knew that the things that he was asking of Job, Job didn't have a response for. But it is in that time when God spoke to him that he began to see. I learned, family, through reading God's word, I learned through prayer that divine revelation is the answer to human confusion. Let me say that again. Divine revelation is the answer to human confusion. Pastor, what does that mean? In layman terms, it simply means when God speaks, we get clarity. When God speaks, we get clarity. We understand that the enemy is the author of confusion. Amen. And God says he wants us to do things in decency and in order. He wants us to do things with the spirit of excellency. When Job found himself in a place when he was going through through this entire book, amen, that he kept hearing voices. He was either being 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 ridiculed by the enemy or he was being talked to and preached to by these friends, amen, who we're going to find out uh, really soon that were not listening to God. They was given Thus says Eliphaz, and thus says Temanite, not giving Job what he needed in order to come out of the mental headspace that he was in. So Job, when he when he heard God speak, and he began to to see, to begin to see clearly, Amen. What God was saying. Look at what He says. In chapter 42, then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that you can do everything. Ah, The first step in discovering God is understanding that nothing catches God by the surprise. He's not leaning forward, rubbing his hands together, saying, oh, me, oh, my, what am I going to do in Kenny's life? What am I going to do? And, and Kimberly's life. What what am I gonna do in Sherelle or Asia's life? No, no. He Job Job recognized that our God, Amen. He, oh, Lord, I thank you. He does His work, Amen. Recline with His feet up, all power in His hands, knowing all, seeing all, seeing all. Job says, "I know that you can do everything." The second thing that he discovers, he says that no thought or purpose can be withheld from you. Job understood that in the second part of verse 1. No purpose or no thought, nothing can be kept back from you. 
Even when the enemy came before you, he had to tell the truth. Even when the enemy came before you, he had to get permission in order to do wanted to do. There's nothing, there's no no purpose. Purpose is the reason for which something exists or is done. He said that there is nothing, there is no reason that exists, hallelujah, that can be withheld from you. Uh, the third thing we discover, three, you ask, who is this who hides counsel without knowledge? Job had hid counsel. Without knowledge, he was getting counsel from his friends, but without knowledge. Ah, uh, not without the knowledge of God. Even in Psalm 1, it tells us not to seek ungodly counsel. He says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Job was not getting sound counsel. Sound doctrine. I believe he had just gotten to the place. I need a, I need somebody to give me a word. I need somebody to get me out of what I'm in. Oh, God. He says, therefore, what I did not understand, I spoke what I didn't understand. I'm saying things. Yeah. Things that are too wonderful for me. Amen. Things I didn't deserve when I was doing the things that I was doing. Hallelujah. When I was asking and God, when I was talking to you, amen, in a way that I shouldn't have. And all you've ever shown me is goodness. He says, I uttered what I did not understand. The things that were too wonderful for me, which I did not know. He tells him. See, Job is understanding now that he's beginning to see God a little clearer. He says, listen to me, please. He says, I will question you and you shall answer me. You, you said it. You, you said that to me. And here, 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 here is where, where, <laughs> where, where Job uh, really begins to understand. I wish I could, family, teach it like it's in me, teach it like these pages of notes that I have. But Job says it right here in verse 5. He says, I've heard you by the hearing of the ear. That sounds like faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Uh, faith come by hearing because Job had begun to receive divine revelation. Amen. When he began to hear God speak, Job now begins to see clearly. He says, but now my eyes see you. Uh, he says, and therefore I abhor, abhor myself. And that abhor means to despise or to hate. I'm reminded it was in the, in the year that King Isaiah died. Isaiah the prophet says, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. And, and when he compared himself, this prophet compared himself to God, he says, I'm a man undone. And I live amongst undone. I'm a wretch. And I live among wretched people. Hallelujah. It was Peter. Hallelujah. Who was an a, a, a expert fisherman. But when compared to God, when Jesus showed up on the scene, 
and he tells them to go out and cast the net again. The expert said, we toiled all night and caught nothing. But the divine revelation said, cast your net on the other side. And he said, not in my will, but your will be done. It was at that time that the that the uh, the take in was so great that they had to call in a second boat. Oh my goodness! Oh, it was the centurion, amen, who thought himself not worthy for Jesus to come. Ah, but when compared to Jesus, Hallelujah! When compared to Jesus, he was he's not worthy. He says, I know how to tell men to come and they come, to stay and they stay. Oh, but compared to you, I'm I'm not worthy that you should come to my house, but just speak a word. And my servant would be healed. Pastor, what are you saying? Compared to God, we're nothing. Nah. But I thank him that with him, all things are possible. With him, we can do all things. Through Christ that strengthens him. Hallelujah. But we can't do it walking in pride. We can't do it thinking we got it all together. We can't think it that we've been so good. Amen. And that we've crossed every T and, and dotted every I. Dotted every I. We can't do it in that light. And the last thing I want to bring out comes to us in verse chapter 7. I'm sorry. In uh, chapter 42, verse 7. So it was, the Bible says that after the Lord had spoken these words to Job, that the Lord said to Eliphaz and Temanite, my wrath is aroused against you and you two, and your two friends, for you have not spoken of me what was right as my servant Job had. These men were given, go back and read it. They were giving Job the word, telling Job what he should do, how he should act, how he should respond, what he should feel, and they were not speaking on behalf of God. Family, we have to be careful. When we want to discover God, there's times that we're going to have to do what the Scripture tells us, study to show ourselves the proof. Or you need to find yourself, amen, a good God-fearing mentor, amen, that won't sugarcoat the word for you, that will teach you and tell you, amen, that which God has provoked them to say. When you're discovering God, family, do know that you'll discover yourself, and then you'll find, without God, I am nothing. Job acknowledged that before he had known God, he had heard of God, but not truly seen. Until God gives you an old taste and see moment, you will only have a knowledge of who he is. The scripture declares in Psalm 34 and 8, old taste and see that the Lord is good. Job said that God's wisdom made his wisdom look like ignorance. But he made up in his mind that he was going to change himself because of the discovery that he found in him. Family, thank you all so much, amen, for allowing me to share the word of God with you. I pray that something was said that blessed you. I love you. 
and I appreciate you. Pastor Black, woman of God, we turn this call back over to you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What a powerful word to remind us of so many points. Um, The first one that comes to my mind is having people to speak in your life that hear from God. Wow. Pastor Laws, that, that just, that hit me hard right there. And the other piece that, that was, was good for me is that even in the go through there's, there's lessons beyond the lesson. The most important lesson is to know myself, get to a place that in my struggle, in my test and in my trial, not only do I discover more who God is, but I also discover who I am. Wow, that was powerful. Thank you for reminding us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and that we are overcomers and that we can endure hardship as good soldiers. I thank you so much for that word on tonight. Family, I hope that as you go into um, this Thanksgiving season that you will remember who you are and whose you are. And as you gather with family and friends, I want to challenge you to create experiences as well as precious memories for your children, your children's children, and your children's children's children. Well, until next week, um, I I won't be with you. Pastor uh, Sherelle Pennington will be our host. For those of you in the city of Portland, come see me at the Portland Five Theater for the Passing Arts Black Nativity. Um, We have shows starting next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I love you all so much with the love of the Lord, and there's nothing you can do about it. Have a blessed Thanksgiving, and I love you. Be blessed. Horns, hit me! Around here to show.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.